0.5 is just too low of a number here for Embiid. Brooklyn, not great at defending bigs. Embiid should absolutely smash here. Great spot for him. High-paced matchup. Great defensive spot. Everything is good for him. He's going to end up with over 50 points this game. Probably 6 out of 10, 10 times. So just absolutely smash and beat on the over here. It's an easy, easy part of this prop. Next up, we got Dinwiddie. More or less than 39.5. I'm going with less. Philly, tough, tough defensive matchup. Going to be a slower-paced game. Dinwiddie might have been doing well recently, but he's not been shooting the ball great. I don't think that he comes close to this number here. It's a pretty high number considering how bad this matchup is. I have him pegged for closer to mid-30s than high-30s. He has gone over it in two of, the, two of the last three games, but has been under it in the previous six. So go with the less in this tough matchup. Last up, Simmons, more or less than 45.5. I'm going with the less here. I think that number's too high. I get it's a good defensive matchup. I get it's a good pace matchup. But this number, a little bit too high here. He did come into the last four games and beat this number, but I don't think he's going to here. It's too high of a number. He hits the less seven out of ten times in my opinion. All right, next up, we have my second prop. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Philly game. All right, so we've got Embiid going up against Dinwiddie. If I think Embiid's going to get the more and I think Dinwiddie's going to get the less, it's pretty obvious that I'm going with Embiid, even though he's giving up 10 and a half points. I think that is too few. Like I said, Embiid should smash here. He's going to put up a boatload of points in this good matchup. And Dinwiddie has a terrible matchup going up against Philly. Tough defensively, tough pace. It's a downgrade for him in every sense. You take Embiid in this spot. You don't think twice. Next up, we've got Harris going up against Simmons. Harris is getting 12 and a half points. That's a ton. Harris has had 38 or more in three of his last four games. Getting 12 and a half, he's going to continue to put up decent numbers here. This is a huge, huge amount of points for him to be getting. Even going up against Simmons, I don't think it's remotely close. I'm rolling with Harris. Last up, we got Horford going up against Levert. I'm going with Levert. He is giving up four and a half points to Horford, but we look at his game log. He's had over 35 and four of the last five games. So I don't think Horford ends up in the 30-point range. I think Levert ends up in the mid-30s. Even in a tough matchup versus Philly, he's still getting the volume, having over... 19 shots in three of his last five games. The volume will be there, so the points will be there. Even in a tough matchup, Levert is the much better play. All right, next up, we have my third prop. It is a two out of three rapid fire in the Houston game. All right, so we've got Wiggins going up against Harden. Normally, we'd go with Harden, but guess what? Wiggins is getting 18 and a half points. He's very much cemented himself in this offense as the guy that is just going to shoot a boatload. And he is going to be heavily involved in other areas of the game. This is a huge upgrade for him for fantasy going from Minnesota to Golden State. He's the main guy in this offense. 18.5 points is a massive amount. He got 55 right before the break. It's a good, high, up-paced matchup going up against Houston. It's not great defensively. Even though Rocco will probably be on him, I think that Wiggins is still going to have his way and get a boatload of points here. Over 40 and three of the last four. He is getting 18.5 here. Yes, Harden can get in the 60, even 70 range against this bad Golden State team. But I don't care. Wiggins getting 18.5 is too much. Next up, Westbrook versus Green. Green's getting 18.5, but don't care. I'm not going with Green. I'm going with Westbrook. With this offense, without Capella, Westbrook is shooting 25 to 35 shots pretty much every single game. He's gone over 50 in so many games. He's gone over 50 in five of the last six, over 60 in a few of those. 33 shot attempts in one of those games. 
absolutely going wild without Capel in this offense. All the numbers are up. Green, on the other hand, has not been involved at all in terms of shooting. In the last few games, five shots, five shots, six shots, eight shots, and Wiggins has been there. He's not going to be that heavily involved. Getting 18.5 points is a lot, but if he only ends up in the mid-20s, he's not getting remotely close to Westbrook in this spot. I'm rolling with Westbrook. Last up, Covington versus Chris. This one was a little bit of a tougher one. Chris does have a very good matchup going up against Houston. Really does not have a lot of size, but Covington been crushing this offense. This offense is perfect for him. He's involved on the defense end. Defensive end. It's FanDuel type scoring, so blocks, steals, worth a whole lot more. Wiggins or Covington rather gets those in droves. He's going to be shooting from the on the arc. He's going to be shooting all over the place. Has not shot well since he got to Houston, but the volume has absolutely been there. He's getting a half point. I'm rolling with Covington. All right, last up, we have my last prop of the night. Before we get to that, again, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharp Side channel. But let's get to my last prop of the night here. It is a two out of three, more or less, in the Houston. All right, so we got Harden, more or less than. 57.5 points. This is a toss-up. It's about what I haven't pegged at. I'm going with more just because the pace, the matchup, it's great defensively. I think that this game stays a little bit closer considering that it is in Golden State. So 57.5, you could honestly go either side of it. I'm going with more, mostly because I'm going with more on Westbrook. One of these two guys is going to end up with the over on their prop here. 51.5 Westbrook. He's been over that five of the last six games. As I already said, it's a match versus Golden State. It's an up-paced match. In Golden State, should stay a little bit closer here. He is taking massive volume. He's going to be driving to the rim this entire game here. The boards will be here. Everything will be here. I think that he automatically hits the over. And if he doesn't, then it's pretty much a guarantee that Harden gets the over. But I think there's a pretty decent shot that both of them do. And then last up, Wiggins, 39.5. Again, it's a matchup versus Houston. Up-paced matchup. He's hit over this in three of the last four games. He's doing it consistently in Golden State. Mints are there. The shots are there. Everything is there. 39.5, too low of a number. I think he hits this easily. I'm rolling with the more here and just moving on. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the video. We'll be back in tomorrow giving you some more NBA props. I'm out of here. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, Make sure you check out the current videos.
What's up, everybody, and welcome to Grinders Live, the uh, flagship show, the the one and only. And we're here. We made it, guys. If you're tuning into this, you have survived the NBA All Star Break, which is always a tough time of year for a lot of people. So, but we're back with some NBA tonight, and we're gonna get down in this little slate, small slate, a decent sized slate. We're gonna get to it though here in a little bit today. You know, you know, they had to bring in the A team to, to kick off set uh, the second half of the year. Let this let the scrub stay at home. They had to bring in the A team, but we got Big T on the show. Some college basketball hoops I see over over the break, so nothing nothing changed with him. So, Big T, how's it going, man? It's going good. I mean, to be honest, too, I was gonna I was gonna call in sick to the show today. <laughs> Coming back from Mexico, had to pick the wife up from the airport. Different things, but I saw the chop was on there. There was no way I was missing a shop a, a show with the A team here. I mean, if no. it was like Brett or Dean or any of these guys, like it would have been calling sick for sure. Oh, I think I would have called him too, man. If it was if I saw if I saw Britt's name on there, I'd call him for sure. But I gotta ask you a couple of questions here. Number one, are you like me? Are you still having these nightmares about losing that those Nashville basketball games? Are you playing it back in your mind over and over? Like, damn, if if we'd have just done this one thing here, we would have been in the finals. I've thought about it every night. People think I'm joking, but it hurts. It hurts <laughs> deep. We'll be back. When we do the draft next year, I'll gladly draft the same dudes. I'll run it right back. I'll take our chances. I mean, we lost by one both games. Didn't play our best. I mean, I accept responsibility. Definitely wasn't good enough. We'll be back, though. I knew we were in trouble when when old Uncle Dunkle hit a three-pointer on us after he hit the AC Ducks in warm-up with his three-point shot. And then I knew it was lights out when Crane hit a three. Crane hit a three on us. In I the knew same we were, game. I knew we were done at that point. And the done. dude that shoots it like a full-blown jump shot. What was that guy's name? Where he hit a full-blown jump shot over his head. He hit a three on us. He, he, he did hit a three on us. So, yeah, it just wasn't meant to be. But. In the same game, Crane, Uncle Dunkle, and the, the jump shot dude all hit a three on us. It happens. That's the variance in basketball. Three point shooting variance. So that's that's it right there, man. That's what, what happens. But guys, if you're uh, if you're tuning in, refresh your page so you get that YouTube chat up. That's where you're gonna ask your questions. That's what I'm gonna answer them from later on in the show. I'm also got I'm also looking at the NBA Discord channel. So if you want to get in there, shoot the breeze in there too. The big promo today is the like and subscribe. Three hundred up, man. We need three hundred like and subscribes just for this show. We can get the three hundred in this show. You guys are going to get ownership percentage for free tonight. So that's a pretty big deal coming off of the All-Star break here. and So much stuff to get to here. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. we got the FanDuel single entry series out there this week. Looks like it's only a $5 buy-in, so it's nice, cheap price range for you. For example, tonight, $5 buy-in, $3,500 to first place. That's a really good ROI right there. Only 10% of this pool goes to first place, so it's nice and spread out. It's a good payout structure. It's single entry. It's probably what you should be in, and you're fighting for a chance to get into a bigger tournament in about a month or so in NBA. And what you got to do is just put up the best scores night after night for a week straight. You can drop a score, but at the end of the week, if you're at the top of that leaderboard, which you can find out there on the RG on the RG homepage, if you're at the top of that leaderboard, you're going to win a spot for a shot at like 10K or something big like that. So FanDuel single interest series. Uh, but before I forget, what's up with Dean out here railing on some good shows like uh, The Outsider? He's railing on The Outsider, man, talking about he, he wish it was twins or something. like. I don't even know what he's talking about these days, man. 
I don't even know what he, I still don't know what he's talking about. Like the whole, he said it didn't have to be a supernatural part. That's what the show's about. <laughs> like, so he wants it to just be a completely different show. It's a great, I don't even like stuff like that normally too. It, it's just a good show. Like it's, it's fun to watch. You don't have to like believe that it could actually happen to enjoy <laughs> the show. Like, like Dean needs everything to like be realistic or I, 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 you never know what Dino. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it, it's just a horrible take. Oh, we got another little thing I wanted to talk to the people about. It was uh, in Discord. If you go to the DFS Taxes channel, if you have any questions about taxes, get in there and ask. It's uh, DFS Accounting, I believe, is is a person that's in there answering questions, or maybe it's a group of people. I don't know. But DFS Taxes, the hashtag on in the Discord, you get in there. There's also an RG Forum post in there where you can uh, ask questions and get answers about taxes. I mean, this is, it's coming up. This is that time. The big people, the big, the, the big people out there, they need to know what big T does for taxes. I know big T don't do turbo tax. The hoopster, the hoopster got me hooked up with his accountant and it, it, this guy does good work. I mean, I don't have to deal with a million dollars in wins like the head chopper does and the head chopper family, but he handles my nice little wins nicely. I spent it you gotta all, have man. an accountant like it. It's uh, you got to be able. To- Yeah, so uh, I guess we had a quick break there. No big deal. Big T was telling us how he got this uh, this big accountant that does all his uh, taxes for him, and I was just going to tell him I don't really, you know, I spent all my I spent all my winnings on this on this uh, diamond diamond plate of chain right here. I I don't know if you noticed this, Big T. I got some new bling for the people, man. I had to hook up the man's coin to the diamond plate of chain, man. So I don't even have any more winnings left, man. Uh, do you wear that on a daily basis? I mean, you can't be greedy and win every day. Like, if you wear that, you're not losing. So, I mean, do you break it out like every other day, once a week? Like, how often are we wearing this thing? Just for the shows, man. I just do oh, it just, just for the you shows. You don't even wear it like later that night to propel into the to the evening. No, I keep it at my desk when I'm building lineups. It's a good luck charm at the desk. I have found that it does bring you some good luck. The, the, oh. the man's coin brings you some good luck, so you got to have it there. But can't, can't wear it out in public. There's some chain snatchers out there, man. They'll get your ass, you know. So you have to be careful with that. You can't – you got to – when you go out in public, you got to be like Dean at the Jacksonville football game. You got to wear like four layers of clothes in the summertime so nobody thinks nothing of you, you know. Nobody wants to try to take nothing from you. So you gotta, I got to keep I got to keep that thing at home. But I don't know, man. You tell me how you feel about this slate of games. We got a lot of games going on here and uh, – it's just we're back, man. We made it through. How do you feel about the All-Star break? Are you like – I mean, I saw you winning some college basketball stuff, so I don't even know if it really hurt you that bad to take that break. But uh, how, how does that that break treat you, man? What do you do during the break? 
No, the break was awesome. Me and the wife went to Mexico with no kids. Nice and relaxing. Ooh. Yeah, we little workbench time, little work oh. workbench time for the for the weekend. I mean, it, we haven't been on a trip in a while either, so it was nice. But yeah, I mean, I think last year I don't, I really don't think I took a single off day the whole year. Like I played every day. I still played a few of the days. Like I played the All Star stuff, had good teams for that. Played some NASCAR, but for the most part, I mean, I took the week. The only day I played college was really yesterday, so. It was nice to have a break. And when you play these other sports, like, it's a lot easier. You just get in there and read the content, read Varnicus for the college basketball, read Stevie for NASCAR, because I don't know as much about those. So in some ways, it's easier. Like, you just let someone else do the work. You get in there, you read the article, you make the plays. Whereas other stuff, you have you have your, like, NBA, I, I, sure, I read the other stuff. I look at Meansy's article. I look at the stuff. But I have my own opinion, so sometimes that hurts you, though. Like, just read the article, put the easy stuff in, and win. That's what I did for college. That was literally the first college basketball I've watched <laughs> the entire year. I read the article, shipped. It's that easy, people. Yeah, he, he is really good about that. Where'd you, where the heck did y'all go in Mexico? The people want to know. <laughs> we, we went uh, – where did we go? I don't – we went to the Grand, Grand Hyatt and a little bit outside of Cancun. I, I forget Ooh. what the exact – Cancun, yeah, it was nice, a little all-inclusive. Oh, sure. You didn't have no, you didn't have no issues getting, you didn't have no issues getting back with that wall. Trump's building, did you? He didn't no. shut you out. If you wear that MAGA hat, they let you right back in. Oh hell yeah! You, you, you don't do even that. have to wait in line. You just, just got to You go right through. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna have to remember that next time. It's I like go, in but, the uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's, it's the reverse effect of that hat. Like you put the hat on, you just straight to the front of the line. Hell yeah! There you go. So. That's good stuff right there. Vacation does sound good. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm taking one during the summertime, so I'm I'm, building, I'm, I'm waiting for that, but yeah. couldn't quite get to a good one here. During All-Star break, I just sat around and did nothing, basically. But now we're back with this uh, basketball game. So the one thing you'll notice always when we come back from this stuff is outside of a couple things that have, that have happened, like, uh, for a while now, people are getting healthy now. This first game back, they've had a week off. Some of those questionable guys and guys that were sitting out uh, earlier are, are back. So that shapes – in fact, well, I just got notification from the RG push that Ben Simmons is officially out tonight, so we're going to cover that here in a minute. But for the most part, these guys are getting back to healthy, all those little question marks. So how do, how do you – you know, how does that treat you, man? I'm going to pull up the situation room right now. You like slates like this where there's, you know, not a whole lot of defined value or – or do you like there to be, like, guys missing and, and you can take advantage of it? How, how do you feel about this kind of slate? Yeah, I mean, even though it's only been a week, it just it feels like it's been, like, a month since we've had some NBA. So I like a nice, easy slate to kind of get back in the flow a little bit. M- maybe nothing crazy where you got a ton of injuries, people coming back, all that kind of stuff. I like a, six games is perfect, too. We can dial it in a little bit, really lock into some plays. Now we got Ben Simmons, so – I mean, theoretically, that that should open up a lot of stuff for Philly here. I mean, especially against Brooklyn, who is a total disaster against Biggs. Embiid instantly becomes probably the best play on the slate. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up the the situation room now, and that's what they're telling us. Embiid was already going to be a guy who's popular. Now he's going to jump. Uh, now he's going to jump through the roof, and he kind of messes up the direction I wanted to go with my FanDuel team. I saw him up there. But I, was, I had my eye on somebody else on FanDuel at that position. 
Now I think I may have to – or like if you're playing FanDuel, you're playing a single entry, Are you? do you just have to force some beat in there now or can we or can we still try to save some money there with some – because they got such good value guys down there, man, who have been putting up good numbers for cheap prices. That's what that's what's hard about FanDuel. And one of the reasons I like FanDuel, though, is it, at center. I mean, you can only play one. So where nights where some of the best plays are centers up top and down low, it, it really gives you options to where – I don't think you have to play Embiid, but, I mean, it's going to be hard for me to fade him. It really is. I mean, you look at some of the cheaper guys. I mean, they're good plays, but you don't have to have them. And Embiid against Brooklyn, I mean, Brooklyn's been my favorite matchup for bigs that can post all season long. So now that now with Simmons out on top of it, it's just, man, it's it's going to be tough for me to fade him. Yeah, I, I was already on on the Embiid train. I actually kind of wish this news wouldn't have come down so early just because I also like the fact that he's a big guy and he's just had several days off in a row now for the All-Star break, chilling and relaxing. That's always good for those big guys to get a little rest. And I thought he was going to come back super pumped tonight. We, and, and We should have talked about that too a little bit. We should have talked about Mr. Giannis just hiding in the fourth quarter. I mean, oh, yeah, where did man. all the Giannis fans go? Like this dude was just standing in the corner watching Pascal post up, watching Embiid post up, and then he's got his lame excuse, oh, we were just going at whoever Harden's guarding. Sure, buddy, but you're the Harden best player Harden was guarding in the world. him. Harden was guarding yeah. him some of that time, and he wouldn't do uh, yeah, This bad. guy did literally nothing the entire fourth, just like how it's going to be in the playoffs. I can't freaking wait till the playoffs. Speaking of that, what, was that not just the like the best All Star game you've ever seen in the NBA? And I, I don't even like. I usually don't like those exhibition games. They don't really mean anything. But those I'm, guys I've always loved the All Star game. Just I'm just an NBA guy. I like that. I, I never like it. I want them to play hard down the stretch. But this game was. You're right. Like I don't think I, I didn't hear anybody say they didn't like it. Like these guys were. Every shot, three three guys were contested. It was a little like that RG game where you get tackled in the paint. You get there. There was no easy buckets out there, and it was awesome. I mean, the new rule was great. The fourth quarter, you're playing to a number instead of instead of time. Obviously, that that was just. I mean, everything about it was perfect. Maybe the free throw at the end, they could tinker that part, but. It was yeah. incredible. You saw, like, you saw how, uh, you know, that last – the game-winning free throw by – you saw how Kyle Lowry tackled Anthony Davis. Yeah. That was that, – that was – it reminded me of the RG first game against JSU when you were in the paint and they just kept tackling, except yeah. for you didn't – they didn't give you free throws, though. They just kept making us take it out. When they, I wish and you could just keep fouling. Like, you, you, never, you never run out of fouls. Why are they make excuses on, on Team Big D? <laughs> I mean, we, we had a few tough breaks. I mean – Whew, it was like that, though. Yeah, it was. That was rough. And now that, that was just rough. All right. So we got the Ben Simmons news. We're going to pound Embiid. Is there anybody like, uh, are you, would you ever do a, a Josh Richardson team because of this news? Or, I mean, Tobias Harris is not a bad player and it's, it's not a bad matchup. I don't mind Tobias Harris without Simmons in there. But is there anybody else out there besides Embiid that we you want to plug in on Philly? Yeah. I mean, so you're going to have an interest in a lot of them now. Like, you got. Josh Richardson is only 4,200 on DK. He's basically a lock button now. Let me see. How much is he on FanDuel? He's he's 5K on FanDuel, so he's still a really good player on FanDuel, but not as much of a lock button. You got Alec Burks at 3,600. You got, uh, obviously, Alec Burks at 36 is really good, too. Let me see what he is on. Hey, Burks plays for Philly? <laughs> 
Exactly. Him and him and uh, Glenn Robinson both uh, got picked Ooh, up before that nice. deadline. I mean, he's only 38 on FanDuel too. So for me, the big winners are for sure Embiid, and then the two Richardson and Burks would be the other two. And I think everyone, all of these guys, though, we see this a lot in the NBA. So it's a six-game slate. All of these guys are just elite plays. It's just going to depend on how many you want to play and how many can hit value. Because like you said, Tobias Harris' role is going to go up. Everybody's role, even Horford coming off the bench and this new bench role is going to – he's going to crash because he's cheap. So all these guys are great plays. You almost just have to rank them. Before, like, uh, I actually process it all, I'd rank them Embiid for sure and then probably Richardson and then Burks. But, I mean, they're all good plays. Yeah, taking a look at some of the injuries that we have rated high tonight. On on the other side of that game, on the Brooklyn side, Kyrie is out now, probably going to be out for the year, I would imagine. I think he's mailing it in, getting ready for a healthy Durant next year, and he's going to be healthy. So I got a feeling he's going to be out for a while, but he's for sure out tonight. So Spencer Dinwiddie jumps up again, and then Karis LeVert's been playing pretty well. And uh, any are you are you thinking about running it back with either of those two guys? If you're if you're going st- if you're going to stack like three Philly guys, shouldn't you be running it back with somebody? So yeah, that that's another thing that people won't pay attention to in this game is Ben Simmons is an elite defender. All yes. that size, all that length, he can't. Everybody makes fun of him for shooting, which they should. But this guy's one of the best defenders in the league, rebounders in the league, passers in the league. He does everything great except shoot. He's off the court, and now you got a bunch of guys that aren't nearly as good on defense. Like Alec Burks is not not even close to the same guy. And they've, they've already struggled a little bit with guards. So, like you said, Dinwiddie and Levert would be where I'd go. And Levert's been incredible. I, I, I like him a lot as a sneaky guy. And Dinwiddie, too. I easily think you can stack this game up a little bit now. Yeah, I like it too. Let's uh, take a look at some other teams here real quick. Some injuries, there's not a ton. The Ben Simmons news was the big one that hammered home here. But uh, one one thing that did happen over the course of the break, Reggie Jackson got bought out. So he's out of Detroit. So that leads us to a couple questions here. Number one, how you feel about – who do you think is going to step up? Into, I mean, I'm, I've already kind of identified Derrick Rose as the guy I want, but I keep hearing these names like Bruce Brown and Luke Kennard. Well, Luke Kennard might be out tonight. But Bruce Brown pops up and some other guys. I mean, who are you thinking about replacing Reggie Jackson here in this Detroit lineup? Just one one more thing just to top, top off Philly, just because I just realized it and want to make sure we talk about it. Uh, NATO – might end up starting, and he's only 3K on DraftKings, stone minimum, and I forgot about him. So he, we definitely needed to bring his name up just because I think he'll probably start just because he makes more sense at, at the point guard with this unit. So you definitely have to put him in there. I mean, 3K, stone minimum for a spot like this. We had to bring him up. But back to Detroit. Yeah, so you got Drummond out, you got Reggie out now, you got all these young guys, well, and Derrick Rose, who's been good, but all these other young dudes that are in good spots, and you have to consider them a little bit, even against Milwaukee. Like, Christian Wood's been incredible. His price is high. No one's going to play him against Milwaukee just because, I mean, it's a tough spot. They're favored by 13 it's one of those games that Milwaukee could easily blow them out. But 
these guys could play a little bit in blowout run even, and you just you have to consider them. I mean, Bruce Brown is priced up a little bit too. Derrick Rose is priced okay. I mean, none of these guys are like sticking off the page as too cheap. I don't think they'll be owned though, which gives them some value, and no one's going to play Giannis, I don't think, tonight. I mean, not with Embiid down, with a couple other guys on the slate. I mean, Giannis always gets ownership. I'm not saying he's going to be completely unowned, but it's a it's not a terrible spot here. If Detroit can somehow keep it close, you never know. Outside of the All-Star break, too, maybe they come back a little rusty. This game stays closer than it should. You never know. If, this, if there's ever one night where I'm not going to worry about a blowout, it's the first game back from the All-Star break. Yeah, so – one team I was going to uh, hit up on, and the Ben Simmons news kind of drowned it out because there wasn't that many injuries. But there's not a major injury on Chicago's team, but there's a lot of small injuries keeping a lot of guys out. Now, you know, Wendell Carter got ruled out here. Uh, I think it was last night. We thought he might play. So they've got a lot of guys out of this lineup. Is there any – like I've seen a big projection on, on some guys who I just don't know if I trust them. Do you trust any of these other guys on Chicago – to a step up and, you know, outside of – we know about Levine, but any of these other guys that are jumping off the projections, the optimal, they're jumping in the off, optimal, but do you trust any of them, the Chicago Bulls guys? Yeah, I mean, Shaq Harrison is going to be maybe the highest-owned guy on the slate just because he's stone minimum, 3K. And against Charlotte, which is as good of a matchup as you can have, like you said, like, I don't – completely love Shaq Harrison but again he's 3k against Charlotte and it's tough to really go wrong for him I mean if you give him 25 to 30 minutes in that range it's going to be really hard for him not to get in the 20s for 3k so I definitely think you need to you need to consider him and then some other guys like Kobe White had some good games before the all-star break and uh, they got guys out. So, I mean, some of these guys are going to have to do something. And Levine is so expensive that I don't think people are going to play him, but he's, he kills bad teams. He, he got a little, little time off, get some fresh legs. I can see Levine having a big game, too, at a low ownership. The, uh, the Bulls, that leads me to the sharp side streak app contest that's going on because the Bulls were my lock tonight. I got the Bulls minus four and a half. I put it in earlier this morning. I locked them in because here's what my, my train of thought on this was just what you said a minute ago in passing. Charlotte's bad. Charlotte was as they got hammered before the All Star break. They're definitely in tank mode to get a high draft pick. I think. I think we really start to see it. Like once the All Star break goes, the teams who are tanking are going to come out and they're really going to just drop the hammer on it. Just they're just going to be bad. I think Charlotte's one of those teams. So I think Chicago, who's still fighting, man, they still got some talent there. Levine's Levine's there. So I think there's a chance uh, Chicago runs the court on them. I got Chicago on my sharp side street. Guys, if you don't know what the sharp side app is, you download it. Pick a spread, a line, money line, if it's minus 140 or less, whatever you want to do, and then you lock that bet in. If you lock it in and you win, all right, so you got a streak going. Once your streak reaches five, well, then you start to get paid for it. Once it reaches 10, boy, you really start to make some bang for it. All this is a free contest. So it does nothing. It does nothing against you if you just download it and play the contest. So 
I had these streaks, man, where I'll go three or four in a row, then I lose one. Three or four, lose one. I tried to hedge myself last night, so I lost my streak, man, and I come, I'm coming in today with zero. <laughs> What's your streak look like? I know you're, you're, you, you probably don't even you probably ain't even uh, playing around with the sharp side right now, are you, man? I, I, I think you're too, I, too busy with you got those big ten thousand dollar seats at the World Series of Betting coming up. You don't need to play around with sharp side, sir. I, free money is free money, though. Free money I still like to money. get in there and man. I mean, no matter how much money you got. Free money and i like getting in there too and making some picks it's fun i think i'm at one or two but i told him i was at zero just so no one's like looked it up and said oh he's not at one or two because i i didn't have time to look and so i'm either at zero one or some low streak but i'm gonna get a winner tonight too for sure with sacramento i mean you got sacramento yeah everyone's on everyone's on memphis they had a fun first half sacramento's gonna i think they're gonna be better the second half of the year though and they're i got them tonight in the sharp side I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that pick at all. So you got that going on, guys. Just download that app and start locking in bets. Just try to win you some free money. Might as well take advantage of it. So uh, we talked about some of the injuries. I mean, is can you think of any other injuries that are really – I mean, I know we got some minor things going on, but there's really nothing else that's like jumping off the page, right? No. I mean, I'm looking up and down. It's always weird. Like I said, it's only been a week off, but – it feels longer, so I'm, like, looking at these teams, making sure we're not missing something. We got the situation room, like, like you're showing now on the screen. And I don't know, like, it, it, everything looks good. I hope we don't get, like, a late scratch. Like, even guys like Draymond Green, they're used to doing the whole All-Star game stuff. They had a whole week off, so I think he'll play. I don't know. I don't really see anyone that – is gonna is gonna present some issues tonight unless they just late scratch someone randomly for more rest or something. Yeah. So let's talk about we, we've hit on a couple of the elite guys. We talked about Embiid and how good of a play he is now. You talked about Giannis and you know he could be a, he could very well be a game winning tournament winning guy tonight. The other elite guys, uh, high priced in that category. Uh, I'm gonna mention some names. You tell me what you think about Trey Young tonight. I don't like the matchup. I'm not on Trey Young. But then if I'm not on him, that means he's probably going to be low-owned low anyway. What do you think about Trey Young tonight? Yeah, Trey Young, I, I'm not on him. I don't like the matchup. But he's shown us all we've, – we've talked about this on previous shows. He's one of those guys that has destroyed some tough matchups, low-owned, and he can win you a tournament in these spots like this. I mean, they're only a six-point dog. I mean, so you look right now uh, – like 75% of the public is on Miami. Everyone's going to like Miami in this spot, but they're only favored by six, six and a half points. It's a tricky little spot for Trey. Like if I'm playing 150 teams, I'm definitely not fading Trey. Like he's a perfect play 20% guy. Like right now we got him projected 8% on DraftKings. I just play him twice the field, like put him at 20%. I don't like if I'm playing one team, I'm not going to play Trey tonight. But I think he's a perfect 150 guy. Where if he gets 70 on a six game slate at eight percent owned, you're going to have a chance to win a tournament, and, and that's what we want in tournaments like that. So I think he's easy. Like tonight, if you're playing multi, play him above the field a little bit. If you're playing one team, or if I play three teams, I'd probably play one Trey. So. A little bit of exposure, definitely, because of the upside. All right, and then the other two guys who fall into this category for me are from the same team. They're from the Rockets. You got Harden and Westbrook. Now, I did a little bit of research because I had to do the survey this morning. 
And, uh, boy, it was shocking to me to look at some of the numbers that Westbrook has put up. Like, he's pulled dead even to James Harden now as the biggest threat in this Rockets offense fantasy-wise. You have any interest in either? I love this matchup, man, because they're not going to blow a team out because they don't play that kind of game. They can't really blow people out. But they're not going to get blown out at Golden State. Should be competitive. I love these. I love the Rockets in general for fantasy. I like Golden State guys too. But Harden or Westbrook, do you have a preference between the two? And can you use either one of them tonight? Yeah, so it's kind of the same rule that I've been using. Like, I don't think I would ever play them both. I mean, obviously tonight with Embiid and, and other guys like Giannis, you're probably not going to play both anyways. But I probably wouldn't play both, and I think both are in play. But like you said, the last month or six weeks, Westbrook's been the better guy, especially since they've gone to this small ball lineup where it really helps Westbrook more than Harden just because the lanes are open. He can drive. He's a better driver than Harden. Harden's better at drawing fouls, at shooting threes. At He's probably a better basketball player for sure all, all the way around. But as far as just driving to the cup, getting easy buckets, getting rebounds, get, just doing it all. Like, this is the perfect offense for a triple-double Westbrook-type guy. And like you said, tonight, Golden State on the road, first game back from the break. They're favored by 10. Golden State doesn't have much. But Wiggins, I mean, Wiggins has got a fresh start. Draymond's fresh. I mean, I think Wiggins is going to be better there than most people think, just in the system. Get a fresh start just out of that dumpster fire in Minnesota. And I think they'll hang around. I don't think Houston is going to win by 20 or 30 to where they would lose minutes. So I would definitely rank Westbrook ahead of Harden. But, again, it's kind of like Trey Young. You're on a six-game slate. You're playing Embiid. But you can play one more star with the value guys that are out there. I think it's more of a Trey Young situation where I'm not playing them on the same team. I'm playing maybe 20% of each guy. That's kind of my plan for my 150, play Embiid on almost every team and kind of filter one more star around 20% and then kind of filter in some of the better, cheaper guys. Yeah, one one thing uh, I, I noticed, so I went and looked up the numbers, was uh, the Westbrook's just not shooting three-pointers anymore, and that's a good thing for us. <laughs> That's a good thing. Like, what took him so long to realize that? Like, don't, don't shoot him know. no matter what. <laughs> you think somebody? You think somebody got into his ear and finally convinced him, or did he just look at game tape and say, "Man, this is just isn't working"? Right? Because like, someone had to tell him. Like, I think yeah. like well, someone that he trusts too, like Harden, yeah. or maybe. even a guy on a different team, like LeBron, or I don't know who his boys are. Like, they're maybe they 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 played somebody one night and they went to dinner afterwards and they just said, "Listen." Like we do with Dean, like sometimes you just can't do body parts, we told him. Like you got to let yeah, him know. True, Even though they're your buddies, I mean, you got to sometimes let people know. Yeah, like, listen, Russ, you but, can't yeah. hit a jump shot. Yeah, you're terrible from three-point line. Just drive. Listen, the first, like, month and a half, he was shooting about five and a half a game. Over the last month and a half, he's shooting around two to two and a half a game. So he cut him way back, and he's using that, those possessions to drive to the rim and no matter what you think about triple doubles and empty stats, there's very few guys in the game of basketball that can drive to the rim like Westbrook and finish the way he does. So he's getting productive. He's getting productive touches on the ball. So it's a good thing for him. It's a good thing for fantasy. So that's what's happening there. And I, I agree with you. I kind of like for the price, for a little bit of a price dip there, I kind of like Westbrook a little bit more. Now, I'm talking about a few guys here that may be kind of popular in some ways tonight. 
because they were really on fire when we went into the All-Star break. But those things don't always carry over for scrub players or, or players that aren't typically great players. Sometimes that, that week off, other guys on the team get healthy, and you're just not as good. So I'm going to throw some names out to you. They were on fire leading up to the break. Tell me if you have any interest tonight coming back from the break. Marquise Chris was just tearing things up for Golden State going into the break. You have any interest in him tonight? He was really good before the break. And tonight he gets a team that has no rim protection. So uh, the one thing, Chris, I, like I don't like his game much, but the one thing he can do is play the street ball style where get to the rim, dunk, get the tip backs, get get all the like scrappy stuff where it's not skill, but he's super athletic, super capable of destroying a team like Houston. And like we just said, I don't think Houston's going to blow him out. If Houston doesn't blow him out, Chris is in one hell of a spot to have a big game tonight. His price is higher than it you feel like it should be. I mean, you're paying 6K for this guy on both sites, really. But, again, if you're playing – especially if you're playing Westbrook and maybe Covington, I don't have a problem at all running it back with a guy like Chris. And, like, on a site like FanDuel with Embiid in there now, no one's going to have Chris. And I love Embiid. Embiid's going to be the first guy in my lineup tonight. But – if you had the balls to, to fade Embiid and play a guy like Chris and somehow Embiid gets foul trouble or gets hurt, whatever the random things that can happen in the NBA, especially with a guy like Embiid, say Embiid even gets 40, 42 points tonight. It's a blowout. He only gets 42. And Chris gets the same 42 for 3K cheaper. Like, you're going to be in such good shape. So, I definitely think he's still in play, but he, he's a little thin at this price, but the matchup's good. The ownership's good. He's definitely in play for me. Another guy who was on fire, and we've seen this from him one brief time a couple of years ago, Christian Wood. Now the price jumped on Wood. We got the all-star break. Maybe Detroit's got a few more minutes from other guys now coming because maybe they're healthier. How do you feel about Christian Wood tonight? Yeah, Christian Wood, man. We said this even before Drummond was gone. Like, if you watch him get minutes, is the stream down now? Everyone's saying the stream. Okay. Yeah, uh, Wood, he's just been good. I mean, if you watch them, he's the type of guy that we never understood why he was getting more minutes or why he wasn't getting more minutes. And now he's getting minutes. You got guys out of town. He, Drummond's gone. He's just playing more minutes, and it shows when he's crushing. So he's going to be another type of guy. I know I've said this with a few guys, but I'm never going to fade him completely just because of the talent he's got. He's got so much talent, and he's finally getting a chance to play. Milwaukee is one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in basketball. But first game back from break against a team like Detroit, are they really going to be out there just grinding and just playing playing their tails off? I don't see it. Like, I really don't. Like, I think he could have a big game tonight at a low ownership. Yeah, I agree. Here's a guy that uh, I don't even know what to think about this guy because I've just heard everybody badmouthing him for so long, and then he comes out, he gets traded, and he's doing, all, he's doing awesome now. Andrew Wiggins. What do you think about Andrew Wiggins tonight? He was crushing it before the break. Now what do you think? 
you, you must be looking at my list of all my guys I like. You like <laughs> I got I'm the spy cam you, on your ass. He, you keep you keep saying all the do. I'll wait for someone I don't like. But Wiggins again. I kind of talked about it when I was talking about Chris, but. We think Golden State can hang around enough. I mean, keep it within like 15, within within 10, and get full minutes tonight. Wiggins got out of that dumpster fire in Minnesota. He's been <laughs> awesome. He's in a good culture now. I mean, guys like Draymond, Curry, and Clay. I mean, they're they're going to be they're at home tonight. I'm sure they'll be there tonight, hanging out. It's just a good culture. It's a good coaching staff. Kerr's done a great job this year. I just think he's got a fresh start, and I think he could be honestly one of the best plays of the slate tonight. Him and Chris, and even Damian Lee, Pascal, like I think you can play some of these Golden State guys with Westbrook or Harden and Covington as kind of the late hammers, especially with some of these other games like the Sacramento game and the Memphis game we haven't talked a bunch about. But besides De'Aaron Fox, like I don't like anyone else in that game. Some of the other games, Miami, Atlanta, I don't necessarily like anybody besides like Jimmy Butler, maybe Bam a little bit. But the other games are way simpler for me where you can kind of filter in these late guys to go with the Philly, Brooklyn guys as your core and kind of just sprinkle in stuff around it. What is this dude doing in this chat? Like, do you see this guy just keep spamming the chat? What, what yeah, is wrong I'm, with people? I, like, I, I don't know. People are weird, man. People are weird. You don't have anything better to do than spam <laughs> a, a free show chat? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Dean's friend. That sounds like Dean's friend. But <laughs> Andrew, we, we talked about Westbrook getting a wake-up call. Maybe uh, getting traded and have everybody having everybody dog you kind of was the wake-up call for Wiggins to kind of change his game a little bit. So he looks great with Golden State now. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with that too. Here's a guy I know you don't like. But he was on fire. He caught fire there after his trade, seeing if you think it's going to carry over tonight. Robert Covington, what do you think about Covington? Another guy, like I said, I think that game is super simple for me, the last game. Like you play Westbrook or Harden, one of the two. Probably play Bob Covington with him because he's going to play 37 minutes, 38 minutes, as long as it stays close, which we're assuming it stays close. And another thing, too, is Houston plays these guys. Even if they do somehow blow them out, I feel like they still get played more than other stars in blowouts. So I I think you play those two, and I really don't want to play anyone else. I mean, I don't want to play House. I don't want to play Tucker, really. You you just don't need that value tonight with the Philly guys out there. So I I love Covington. He's cheap. He's going to play minutes. Golden State. Doesn't scare me even remotely. I, I like it. I mean, I think you should have three guys from that late game on almost all of your teams. You can even set it as a rule on your 150. Like, you need three guys from that game, whether it's Harden, Westbrook, Bob, two of those guys, and then maybe one Golden State guy, whether Wiggins, Chris, Damian Lee, Pascal, a little thinner, but. My preferred option would be Westbrook and Bob with Wiggins or Chris, maybe both. And I think that late game crushes. Yeah. So I was prepared to, like, not like Covington as much because I thought Eric Gordon was going to play. But Gordon's not going to play again. So we're still going to get the same same kind of treatment we got for these guys going into the All-Star break. When Gordon comes back, maybe we can readjust just a little they bit. They just but. don't have anything else. Like, yeah. <laughs> he just has well, to get I'll tell you, at, minutes. 
at a certain point here, when they get everybody back, maybe, you know, everybody gets healthy and signed, and maybe they start losing a couple of minutes. Maybe that's when we can back off. But tonight's not the night to back off. I don't think I'm with you on that one. So answer a couple questions here real quick in the chat before we move on. Uh, what do you think about John Moran tonight? See, I mean, Memphis, uh, she finally found a guy that I don't like. I mean, uh, he's fine. Well, I didn't find him all. What is, let me see here. <laughs> what do you, yeah. Shallow Grave, Shallow Grave found him for you. Yeah, like, I just, Memphis plays so many guys, and I just don't like it. Like, there's so many good plays tonight. He's, he's not expensive, but he's not cheap. He never gets a high minutes cap. I'm just not playing Memphis guys tonight. That's a definite fade for me, all of them. Unless someone gets rolled out for some reason, all of Memphis is an easy fade for me. And all of Sacramento, for that matter, besides the really? Taylor Fox. Okay, well, that answers the next question. Vince Vince Rodimer wanted to know, what do you think about the Kings-Memphis stack? I guess you're not on, on board with that. I get it. I mean, people look at the total. You got a high total. You got a close spread. It's naturally a good stack game. But not on this slate. I mean, you got all the Philly value now. And in the NBA, I don't care about totals necessarily as much as other people, especially when Memphis plays 10 deep, at least 10 deep, sometimes more. Sacramento has a a bunch of their guys healthy. I mean, they don't have anyone really. Bagley's out. Holmes is out. But those guys are forwards. I don't. I, I just don't see anything you need in that game. Like, if if Simmons was still in and we didn't have all that Philly value, then maybe you could play some of these guys. But I just don't I – don't, I don't see it. So, Ty Miller was asking about a lineup with three guys in it, three stars, Westbrook and Bede and Levine. But I think the bigger question here besides those specific players are, is there enough value to where you can play three – big price guys or where do you cut off where, where do you usually cut it off at like just two huge guys and then I got to fill in the rest or or do you ever go for like three big big salary guys no I think this is a slate you could play three because you got for sure the Shaq Harrison is min price value you got NATO who's the min price value and you got other guys Burks is cheap Richardson's cheap you got so many cheap guys basically if I can play three stars and not completely hate my my punk guys then i would do it i'd probably rather stick to two just because the upside and you don't want to play too many punts because i mean the more punch you play the the better chance of one of them just putting in a total stinker is but this is a slate I, i think you could make it happen i mean you got two or three guys that are dirt cheap that for sure could be good plays tonight so i definitely think it's Fanduel. you definitely can i don't know i don't know about dk now, I know you were out there in Mexico doing that sweet stuff on the beach with, with your honey, but did you happen to catch the the three-point contest? My boy, Buddy High, dominated, man. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still have my eye on the things. Yeah, he was – he's always been one of those guys gets hot, crushes. It was it was a fun competition, too, with the, the longer shots, and the slightly different form. The NBA All-Star Weekend was just incredible, besides Gordon getting screwed again. I mean, I was – I'm a little bit mad because I was on Buddy Hyde and then I came off of Buddy Hyde because all the nerds were saying, David Bertans is so good. It's a lot. Oh. David Bertans. I got I got hooked on the Bertans thing, so I gave it. I gave up my Buddy Hyde. You can't Hyde, give buddy. up on your boy Buddy Hyde. Can't do it. I'll never do it again, buddy. You are the man. So 
Well, I think what we should do now, start building a little bit of a lineup. Your, your because, boy Kyrie officially out for the year now. Yeah, I knew that. That's that was, that's about the least surprising thing after he got hair to shoulder and just, they're just ready for next year. They knew it was going to be nothing this year. How long do you think Dean would read him in the injury report? Like another Ooh. couple weeks? So if Dean was still doing these shows every day, we'd probably be looking at, yeah, about – no, I Two mean weeks. About, Three weeks from now, he'd still be going, and Brooklyn, Kyrie's out, and this guy's out, and this guy's up. He'd still be doing it about three, three, four weeks from now. I almost guaranteed, right? There's no doubt about it. We need to build a lineup, though. I want to start building a lineup and try to get through this. Now, I have a question for you. I know you like DraftKings, probably playing a little FanDuel, too. How comfortable are you with Yahoo? I'm not as comfortable with Yahoo, but, I mean, I'll dabble here. I've seen they got a little rake-free going tonight. Yeah, that's what I was going to try to get get to. I I saw it, too, right before the show, so I went ahead and signed up. I I didn't even have plans on playing, but you're going to give me a rake-free and put a really nice contest out there? I mean, it's it's our duty to fill the thing up. If it doesn't fill up, they just don't put it out there anymore. So, guys, if you're looking – How many spots are left? How many can we enter in this thing? Should I put some 25. 25 is, is the max entry. So, not that bad. And not like is the entry, too? So, was it, was it 10? I, I think it was a $10 entry fee, yeah. With a pretty nice first place, probably decent enough. Only 25 entries, so can't go overboard on it. And it's rake-free, guys. So, if you're going to fill it up, they'll keep putting things out there. If we don't fill it up – so, let's promote it a little. Let's do a little Yahoo. I'm with you. I haven't looked at their salaries either, but – I got them pulled up in lineup HQ. And, you know, if you like players, you just like players. We don't even have to worry about salaries too much. Like, we like Embiid. We're going to force Embiid in lineups regardless of what side it is. So, let's take a look over here on Yahoo see where Embiid is. 37 bucks. Oh, that's a great That's a great price like tag for Embiid. Cheap. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's like stealing. Yeah, you got to do it. We got uh, ownership. I'm a, I got some ownership here. 34% owned is not enough to make me shy away from Embiid at that price tag. I would do that. Who else do we like here? Who else do we are we liking that? Who, who do you want to look up here on this thing, man? You like you you said you like that Golden State game, right? Let me just focus on pulling up those salaries and see if anything jumps out. Yeah, I mean the the nice thing about Yahoo is you always have cheap guys that you can yeah. get in there, and I mean we got like Kirk Dees just dominates on Yahoo. He, he's oh man, he, he showed me more. his balance. He showed me his balance in Nashville. Almost oh, fainted. he loves almost fainted. He sends a, he sends a video like nightly to me about it. he wins and I get a video the videos are great though he gets the, the music going like the Vegas Day vibe going and how how, how TF does he do it I mean it's a, it's good stuff but yeah I mean I think I would start on a site like this just with plugging in some of these cheaper guys like you got Richardson for fourteen you got Burks for ten you got Shaq Harrison for ten you got. I'm looking at who else we got here. We got Christian Wood is way too cheap at 25. Chris is 18. I'm just looking at a, a lot of these cheap. This is kind of how I would always build on Yahoo when I haven't looked at it all day, but I would plug in my favorite guy like Embiid, plug in some of these values, and then try to get a, a little different with my last few spots. Maybe a guy like Trey Young, maybe Mitt Wiggins, guys like that, but how much is our boy Wiggins on, on, on Yahoo? He's like 20, 27, 28 bucks. I just well, saw him. So he's, so he's going to be unowned then because he's he's expensive. Yeah, maybe. So you Let's mentioned play that, him to be different. Let's get Wiggy Bear. You like Wiggins? Let me see what the Wiggins salary is. I don't even. I mean, uh, what his owner, ownership is on, on Wiggins. Let me see here. Wiggins got to be low. Ah, twenty five, man. 
at twenty five at twenty eight bucks. Twenty five projected. I'm gonna put him in there, but so when I filter by points per dollar, that usually leads you to a, a lot of your chalk. Yeah. We got Shaq Harrison number one. Yeah, he's about thirty percent owned. So, but ten bucks that's a good price. But then I kind of we kind of glossed over that we actually didn't even talk about this guy. You love the game, Golden State of Houston. Jordan Poole's getting the start tonight. What do you how do you think about Jordan Poole? So the problem with Jordan Poole, people are going to like him. The problem I have with him is I'd rather play Burks and Richardson. We already talked about Wiggins. It's hard. I can't play Jordan Poole over the Philly guys. Like I like Burks and Richardson more than Jordan Poole. I just can't do it. And one of the limitations on Yahoo is you, you only have one shooting guard, one guard, and one utility. So you can only play at most three shooting guards. You wouldn't even normally want to do that. But with us wanting to get – I mean, Wiggins might be a bad play. If he's going to be 25%, I don't I – don't, let's get Wiggins out of there. Just get him out of there. I don't – I'm with you on Jordan Poole. I don't, that's the dickhead that hit that shot against Houston a couple years ago in the tournament that knocked us <laughs> off. So, that. I don't – I'll never, I'll never play him. So, <laughs> well, what, Shaq Harrison's 10 bucks. Can we just eat that chalk? For me, I think the next three guys I put in are Shaq Harrison, Burks, and Richardson. Like right at the top, boom, boom, boom. You got ten bucks, ten bucks, fourteen bucks, and they're just the three. Be- they're three of the best values for me. And you got a guy like I don't. So my issue with Shaq Harrison is this: on Yahoo, I'll be interested. Kirk Kirk Dees is in there listening. I wish he was on here because he, he's the man with with Yahoo, but. So this is my thinking, though. I'm not as good on Yahoo as he is. I'll, I'll admit it. But Sadoransky is 15 bucks. Shaq Harrison is 10 bucks. Like the price difference is way different on on Fanduel yeah. and DK. But it's only five bucks on here, and Sado has to be a way better play than Shaq Harrison, at least in my mind. So maybe Sado's lower owned too, to where we play Sado over Shaq Harrison, maybe just to be a little different. We'll see what he says in the chat, but what do you think about that? Man, right when you were saying it, it hit me. That's the way to go. Because I got I got to imagine like nine times out of ten, Sadoransky's the better player. Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's not – and you're right, the price difference is just so different than other sites with the, the way they do it. I don't mind. I'll play a little Sadoransky. He's got a lot more upside, I think. So, I'm down with that. Let's – all right, so we, man, we're whipping out these these cheap guys, and there's even more if we wanted to go there. So we have got to play some studs here. Are you? If we're dipping for a second star here, looking at the price tags, oh, man, and make it hard not to take a guy like Giannis because he's just not that much more expensive than everybody else. How do you feel about Giannis tonight? Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because I think a lot of people will do that, but. I like Harden and Westbrook more than – Oh, let's do it then. I like that. It's kind of like the same thing with Sato and Shaq where the, – the good thing about the good thing about Giannis, though, is he's a forward and our guard positions are, are – all the values at guard. So, I think Giannis is probably still a better play technically by, like, the optimal build just because of the forward. But – no one's going to play Harden or Westbrook over Giannis, I don't think, just because of the way everything lines up. And you can throw Trey Young in that bucket, too, with Westbrook and Harden. Like, everyone's going to play Giannis just because of how it fits. He's a power forward. Definitely the optimal play. But 
yeah, I think I, this I, this might be a Harden play for me. Like he's the same price as Giannis. He's a shooting guard, just like all the best value plays are. So I don't. I think he naturally has to be lower owned. A guy like Harden, and if you look just at raw points, he's projected to have the most points of the night. So I don't know. What are these guards you like the most? It's a tough one. I don't mind the Harden play to be a little bit different. There's less less risk of a blowout for Harden than there is for Giannis. He's projected around the same amount as. So why not? You know, why not take a guy like Harden? If he gets hot, boy, he can carry you tonight. So no Eric Gordon, I don't mind that, man. And the, the other route you would take is sometimes I get to this spot in my lineup and I say, you know what, I'm really going to be different. I'm going to fade all those guys, and I'm just going to start tagging guys like Levine and Bam out of value, just a bunch of really good guys instead of one elite guy, just a bunch of really good players. But yeah. tonight it's tough to pass up on like a 60-point game from Hart, man, right? So I don't mind. Let's see if we can – He's gonna he's gonna take our utility spot. Now we're gonna be now we're gonna have to get some forwards in there. But our 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 boy uh, said we need to have Kobe over Sato and Shaq. So you got all three of those Chicago guards cheap. I I think they're all super close. Uh, Kobe was excellent going into the break. Let's let's go with our boy. He's the Yahoo master. He sends the videos. He's he's the one with the million dollars in his Yahoo account. Let's go with Kobe over Sato. I like that. I like that, man. I like that. I gotta. Yeah. So, so what we got here? So we got a small forward, a power forward, and a forward for our last three spots. How much salary do we got? Twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five bucks. Yeah, we can we can round this team out. Nice. Yeah, man. Look at it. What the first one that jumps off to me there. Tobias Harris against Brooklyn, twenty four dollars. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad little price tag for that guy. We expect him to be. We expect him to be pretty good. That's a good one. I mean, when you look at like, he's a dollar more than Karis Levert, and I like Karis Levert in general, but not when he's only a dollar more than Tobias Harris tonight. He's only four dollars more than Miles Bridges, who was hot going into the All Star break, but yeah. it's still just Miles Bridges, and this is Tobias Harris without Simmons. What do you think about Toby? Yeah, I like I, the two best plays. I think at forward are pretty easy, and they're two guys we've already talked about with Toby and Bob Covington. Like they're both in that price range, twenty four and twenty two. They're both great Ooh. plays. They're both going to play big minutes. They're like two guys that I love to play every single time, just because they get the minutes. They have a pretty high floor. I just like playing them both. They're never going to kill you. If they get hot, maybe they can get get a big game going too. But they're just so solid in there that, I, and we need a small forward and a power forward that it fits good. Does fit good. If we did that, we'd have thirty bucks left over for a forward. Man, we're all oof, we're all over the place. Boy, there's some there's some other players that we didn't even take that have some pretty good salaries out there too on Yahoo tonight. We can still circle back, and we got, like, like Kirk Dees. I, I keep talking about him, but he's the Yahoo master, and we need to get the best team going here. Because we added Toby in there for another Philly guy, we could circle back and take a guy like Jimmy Butler over Burks and get rid of some of that salary, circle us back, and how much would that leave us if we did that? Or do we even have enough? Let me pull it up here real fast. Uh, what do we might have to be over Richardson. 
We're taking out who, – who are we putting in? We're putting in Jimmy Butler over Burks or Richardson, depending on how much we got. Well, Kirk says take out – what's his name? So, we'll take him out. Let's put in Jimmy Butler. Whew. That's probably not going to work. We'll probably got to do some other some, – something else. What does it leave us? We don't have seven, enough. Seven bucks. Yeah, so if we get rid of Richardson, though, we can – I think we could get okay. to where we got – Let me see. Yeah, if we got rid of Richardson instead of Burke, said leave us eleven bucks. Yeah, we're, forward. we're golden then. Okay, well let's pull up some guys here. Yeah, I like that. That, that, that. that works. There's all kinds of guys in that range. You uh, looking over just the forwards? Uh, Pascal for Golden State. You like that game in general? Yeah, Harrison. I don't know how Harrison Barnes is getting a pretty good projection tonight, but he is. Harrison Barnes is down there. Ooh. Who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you like uh, in this cheap range here? Man, it, or should the, we circle the, back and, and, and <laughs> circle back and take uh, Harden out or, and put Westbrook yeah. in there or something like that? So I was gonna say, so we got we got eleven bucks left with with forward left, and there's just not really that much there. Like you could play Pascal with this team, but I don't like it. I mean, we could come off Harden, kind of like they're saying in chat too, but. Like come off Harden, if we came off Harden to Westbrook, how much would we? How much would we have at forward? Eighteen. Forward. The problem with forward when you don't play, yeah, forward is so much worse than guard tonight. Like all these guys suck. I agree. I agree with that. Once and the small forwards, once you get past the first few guys, it's a it's a dead it's a dead area. Uh, at power forward, let's stick with hard. I, I, I let's go back with Harden. I, I got to make the exact. We, we went with Kirk D's with a lot. We're going to get a mixture. Let's go back with Harden and let's play Pascal in that game. Pascal's going to be unowned. Let's get a different look with Pascal. Yeah, we got. Uh, he's getting a decent projection, decent enough. You no rim to... protection. This matchup's got to oh. be pretty good for Pascal. There's a nice little shell lineup. Kobe White, because that was uh, that was Kirk Deese's, uh guy right there. So we put put us some Kobe White in there. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is the one that's going to make everything different. Jimmy Butler is a guy that nobody's talking about. Heck, we didn't even hardly mention him on the show, and he's got this is a prime matchup against Atlanta. Competitive game coming off the All Star break. You know he's rested. That's a good one. Toby Harris, Robert Covington. Really nice play in this matchup right here. Embiid and Harden is your two studs. It's a really good lineup right here on Yahoo. What do you, what do you think about that? I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to put some teams in here now that you showed me that. So I'm going to get in there, something like that. And I like it. I mean, I think we got a few thin plays a little bit, like Burks is somewhat thin, Pascal somewhat thin. But the rest of them are really good plays and – I, I mean, I like it. I feel like we can do a lot of damage with a team like this. We can always circle back and play like Shaq Harrison over Burr. Is Harden a Harden's a point guard or shooting guard on here? Shooting guard. Yeah. Shooting guard. All right. Sounds good. But uh, I, I, I'm fine with these guys. Like, sure, you can cycle these cheap guys out. Maybe you like Shaq Harrison over, but it, I like the core of that. I mean, everybody gets the gist of it. You can you can cycle through some of the cheap guys, but I think by playing Harden over a guy like Giannis, we get an edge. Jimmy Butler, I like getting him in there. I think we got a, a good ingredients, and, I, and the more I think about it, the more I love Pascal as the forward punt play. I really like the matchup 
he's cheap. I don't think he's going to be crazy high owned either. I like it. I think we got a chance to do some damage with this thing. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a good lineup, guys. If you if you haven't played over there or you haven't gotten over there to to put a team in this tournament, do it. So we keep getting good tournaments like this on Yahoo. Let's 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 reward them for helping us out here and, and doing a, a break free tournament with with a great great little top place prize for us. So get over there and do that. And you know what? We're just about out of here, man. It's just about that. I got a question for you though, and I'm not going to ask the dean question. Who's your guy? And I'm not going to do that. I'm, my question for you is, man, you didn't post no Cancun pictures to the internet, did you? Because Kurt Beast is going to be on your ass if you did. Nothing that he's going to be able to embarrass me with. I mean, it was all just showing off the wife looking good in, in, the, in the suit after after months of uh, training. I mean, she was looking Ooh. strong on the workbench. Nice. I need to get my wife on that training regimen then. That, that sounds about right. So, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Get in on all this good stuff. I don't think we reached our likes uh, so unfortunately we didn't, we didn't, we didn't cut the goal, but you know what? I showed you all the good ownership stuff anyway on, if you were paying attention on the lineup HQ, use it to your advantage. Somebody will be back tomorrow night with a Friday show to round out the NBA week until then that's big T I'm head chopper. Good luck in those GPPs, but we're out of here.